Hi, my name is Cassandra Dula, and I am here with my peer, Blanche, recording our first ever episode of In Our Own Voice, a feminist legal podcast. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about, very generally, kind of the spaces that we've operated in, both as law students, as legal interns, um, as students of other you know, industries or topics, um, and just kind of discussing differences in the gender makeup of those spaces and how that kind of has influenced our work. And we talk a lot about this in our class, International Women's Human Rights. Um, and so we think it's a worthwhile discussion to have because we have very different perspectives on kind of our law school experience so far. Um, and so we just kind of wanted to have a conversation about that uh, and how those differences have maybe shaped the work that we've done here and the kind of takeaways that we've had uh, based on this past year and a half. Um, so a little bit of background about me. I majored in political science in undergrad and I had a concentration in national security. So this was a very male dominated um, military, just very masculine space generally. And so coming to law school where the makeup was a little bit closer to 50-50, I think here it's actually over 50% women. Mm -hmm. um, that alone, honestly, was enough to make me very comfortable. Uh, and I think that Blanche has had a different experience than me, uh, which I'll let her share, that has kind of given her a different takeaway from law school. Sure, absolutely. So hi, everyone. I'm Blanche. Um, I, when I went to school, I majored in English literature with a minor in photography. Um, the school that I went to, I don't remember the exact makeup of um, women to men, but I, I think it was majority women. Um, and my programs just had a lot of women students in them. Um, after undergrad, I worked for a few years before coming to law school, mostly in the nonprofit sector. Most recently, I worked at a nonprofit that was uh, very small, um, literally just me and my boss, also a woman, um, and we worked in the environmental education space, a field that was very, very, uh, like, women-dominated. Um, so when I came to law school, I think that I felt that it was maybe more masculine by comparison to the last few years of my life, um, not only in the statistics and you know like the number the number of men the number of women that were around but I think also in a lot of the you know characteristics and skills that are typically um, brought into the classroom I think and seen as a sign of being you know a successful law student and I'm not sure how that translates to you by comparison to your, you know, poli-sci background and everything. Yeah, I think for me, I had become so accustomed to, in the classroom, outside of the classroom, rather than feeling comfortable to kind of hone in the skills that I was naturally good at, I felt like I had to just completely orient, orient myself towards what were the masculine traits that my peers were exhibiting okay. and how can I do that, you know? Um, how can I be more aggressive? How can I be less emotional? Um, and it's not to say that I wasn't those things before, but I think that, you know, I, there was extra pressure to, okay. to, to be that way. And I think like coming here, it was different. It was just very okay. different. 
It's funny because the experience you described about your poli-sci undergrad is kind of how I feel about being here now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that and I this isn't really negative at all. It's just kind of the nature of the field by comparison to what I was used to over the past few years. Um, but, you know, the very typical, you know, 1L cold call that has to do with, like, thinking on your feet and kind of, like, aggressively defending your position um, felt felt masculine to me yeah I guess and it it was very unlike the work that I had been doing before yeah and it's interesting because as we have this discussion you know it's very binary yeah um, definitely. which I think is important to note for multiple reasons because one obviously gender is not binary and so it feels silly almost to try yeah. and gender these traits right but but they have been gendered totally. our entire life totally. and I think it's also important to note that like in a lot of ways I think I do exhibit naturally some more quote unquote masculine traits Mm -hmm. and that's fine, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't know if I was exhibiting those things because I wanted to and because that's who I was as a person or if it was because I was trying to mimic what I was seeing from my male peers who were largely ROTC members or ex-military. and it was hard for me as a woman to kind of sit in this space where I was like, I want to be feminine, um, but I exhibit these traits. I don't know mm-hmm. why I'm doing this. Is it because it's who I am? Is it because this is what my environment has brought out of me? And maybe that's why law school feels less of a shock to me, because mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to fit in right. that space for a while. Right. Well, it's interesting because I feel like we are actually kind of talking about these traits and these different academic experiences as if they are on a continuum, like mm-hmm. as if they are on a spectrum. And it seems like law school does kind of exist in this like gray area in yeah. the middle. Um, and really, it seems to me like it's a failure of language, right? So we're saying more, more masculine, more feminine, less masculine, la- less feminine. And it really is just like the binary of our language is um, impeding us from having a more full discussion, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think it absolutely does. Which is very Uh, applicable to to gender and society, right? Yeah, and I think it's applicable to the things that we discuss in class where it's, you know, women have for so long been talked about as this monolith. And Mm -hmm. while I think it's less so for men, it really has been kind of these two piles, right? For traits, for occupations, for things mm-hmm. that you can be interested in. You're either, you do a woman thing, you do a man thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk a lot about how that can't be right. Right. Well, it can it can be weaponized too, which is what's really dangerous, right? Yeah. When one set of arbitrary um, characteristics is, you know, associated with power. Yeah. And, and one is not. That, that creates a dynamic that can be really, really dangerous if, if misused. Yeah, absolutely. And we see that on the international level, you Definitely. know, both in good ways and in bad ways, where we talk a lot about, you know, women being involved in the peacemaking process and how if you seat a woman at the table, peace mm-hmm. lasts longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's stronger. It's more, uh, it's more of a, a whole comprehensive peace structure. Right. And yet we cannot leave out women who are not involved in the peacemaking process, right? What about people, women, who are on the other side of things? Um, what about, you know, gender binary, gender non-binary people, gender non-conforming individuals and folks who, you know, are kind of lost in this shuffle, right? This all ties back into this conversation of who is sitting at the table, what are they doing, what are they saying, how involved are they, how did they get there, right. um, and who is included in this 
kind of legal structure that we're creating. And I think that trickles down to the law school experience a bit. Exactly. So I think it's interesting that the law school experience like existed kind of in this this middle land between what you're describing as like your poli sci experience and what I'm describing as my like English lit experience. Yeah. And I don't know if it's so much about the disciplines themselves or just, you know, everything that that went into that, you know, but I think, I think it's interesting that for, for whatever reason, Penn Law seems to be both a little bit masculine, and a little bit feminine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's all contextual, right? Yeah, totally. Depending on what, what you've seen, it could, this could be so liberating for you to be able to talk about a gender perspective on legal theory, like we do in class. Um, but yeah, when it's when it's the quote unquote masculine traits that are rewarded during cold calls, it's really hard to see this as a really inclusive place where people, regardless of their gender identity or the traits that they have, are considered successful. Right. Um, it's definitely a challenge. Well, we are out of time, but thank you so much for sitting down with me and having sure this conversation. <laughs> this was great. Happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we will talk to you all next time.